0: Especially formulated to resist them all day with up to 24-hour wear. And the best part? It performs better than Lux Mascaras at only a fraction of the cost. You can buy Panorama Mascara on Amazon today.
1: 50 high school senior girls descend on Mobile, Alabama every summer to compete for a massive cash prize.
2: It's one of America's most lucrative scholarship competitions for teen girls. From Pineapple Street Studios and Wondery, this is the competition. Follow the competition on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: Okay, so I have a I have an OJ story. Do you want to hear the OJ story? Oh, Oh, (laughs) absolutely! So good, it's so good.
4: (laughs) Ahoy, hello, Buenos Dias not sayonara shalom yes we're welcoming you into the fanatics podcast today i am one of your hosts david magadoff and the other host is claire kramer hello everyone hello and we are so excited to talk to mr greg grunberg today of the fame of alias and felicity and star trek and heroes and star wars and stars born and anything that has the word star in it because he is our star today that we're going to talk shine shine bright greg And have a great time with. Uh, And he is fanatical about so many things. Uh, Specifically, something that rhymes with the Ford Bronco. But I also want to introduce him as not only a star of all these wonderful things I said about. But he is also your husband in a previous film called Big Ass Spider, Claire Kramer.
1: (laughs) Well, technically, he's not my husband. He's wooing me throughout the movie. And then in the end, we kiss in that magical moment with the big Pull away, drone shot. So, and then it alludes we, to
4: the fact that you will be. We, we reprised our
1: roles as those characters in another movie called *Tales of Halloween*, where we did a cameo appearance. And yes, we were married in that iteration of the the characters in that timeline. You know, it's very complicated. I don't have to explain these. Love things. is complicated. Is such a complicated movie. I'm not sure you would get it. No, but I the important thing to remember is there's a big ass spider. <laughs> And Greg and I know I love I, I actually Greg and I had a super fun time making that movie Mike Mendez directed Lombardo Boyer played opposite Greg and he's a comic genius and Greg was a comic genius and I I just rode their coattails and we're not sure that there was even a script to that movie. <laughs> we really the, we really improvised almost the whole thing I believe.
4: And more importantly this is the first guest that we have on the podcast that you locked lips with. So let's let yeah there's
1: yes, that is true. The there actually, I have not made out or kissed with a lot of people on screen for some reason, a lot of times I end up playing the villainous character or the you know, the evil, the bitch, if you will. And rarely are they romantically involved so this was this was a new situation for me and lo and behold the day we did the kiss Greg's son's entire baseball team showed up to watch and like after one take we're like see you later they <laughs> they scurried on out of there the magic of Hollywood <laughs>
4: <laughs> but you hit a home run that day see what I did
1: yeah I did yeah <laughs>
4: The baseball pun. The, Not
1: the, the, the technically, team. because the kiss is only first. Oh base. gosh. So
4: I just man a home run on the lips. But yes. Jeez. Speaking of true baseball metaphor, it's clear. Yes. That yes.
1: I didn't get the green M M&M. M.
4: You got a single. You got a solid single. I got a yellow. <laughs> and with that, we welcome you to this wonderful audible experience that is the Greg Runberg Ford Bronco podcast. Enjoy. <laughs>
1: Okay, welcome to this episode of Fanatics Podcast. Our guest today is the amazing Greg Grumberg. Welcome, Greg.
3: Thank you. I love that intro. Let's do it again.
1: He's the amazing <laughs> Greg Parker. Of course, you all know Greg from Star Wars and Star Trek and pretty much every other movie or show ever made. He's an oh, awesome please. actor, but we're not going to talk about any of that today. We nope. are talking about... Broncos and not just any Ford Broncos. We were talking about the 1969, 1996 and 2021 Ford Bronco edition. And I cannot wait.
3: (laughs) I'm a car guy. So I was so excited when you said, well, you know, we can we'll touch on this stuff. But this is all about what you're fanatical about and what you're passionate about. And we can either have a long conversation about food or we can have a long conversation about cars and trucks in particular and Broncos. So I'm I'm ecstatic.
1: I I'm have sorry. dialed into the Bronco, and I have a personal Bronco history that Tell I me. would Ooh. like to share with you. It reminds me of my dad. My dad was a petroleum geologist, and he drilled oil wells for a living. We lived in Ohio. And so he would always have a Bronco because his… Trucks needed to be able to, you know, be used in the field and drive around in rural areas. And so, all growing up, I rode around in a Bronco with him. And I used to sit, this is obviously in the 70s when we were a lot more lenient than we are as parents nowadays. I used to sit on the spare wheel, which was we called the hump. And I would always ride around on the hump of my dad's Bronco. So, that's
3: classic. That
1: is my Bronco story. And now I want to hear your Bronco. Wait, wait, wait.
3: No, we got to go back to this. We got to go back to this because I, I need. To know what year was that Bronco that do you remember?
1: Okay, I do, well we had <laughs> there were several iterations of the Bronco. There was a blue and white one, there was a brown and white one, and then there was like a green and brown one. So he
4: was committed. Uh, oh
1: yeah, I mean it was like the truck. I don't. I would say they were you know eight early eighties. Mm-hmm. You know through the eighties. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah,
3: which is a, which is actually I that's the only version of the Bronco if you want to say version that I don't own. And I absolutely love Bronco. So I'll, I'll start back with my 69, okay? Okay, let's start I have there. This, yeah, I have the, the 69. I've always loved this car. This is, the Bronco is so Americana. It's, it's just, it's simple, but it's beautiful. And there's not a bad angle on this car. It's so symmetrical too. It's very square from every angle that you look at it, from the top to the sides to whatever. It's beefy. And it's hard to mess it up. Like, you don't see them lowered. You just see them either beefed up a little bit or, you know, sometimes people go a little crazy. But most of the time, they look really good raised up with bigger tires or they look good or they look amazing stock. These, who knew that they were going to explode in value? I've just always loved them. So let me take you back to the absolute origins of my Bronco, my 69.
1: Please do.
3: (laughs) <laughs> okay, I sent you guys
4: a picture, so I don't know if we are going to put up the picture I want your origin so story. Okay. I'm pulling up what it looks like. It really is exactly like you said. It was a very boxed yeah. car. It really feels like you're – did they use this in the Army at all? So this was
3: Ford's answer to the Jeep. This was okay. Ford's answer okay. to a car that could go anywhere. Okay, so going back, J.J. J. J. Abrams, my best friend. Uh, we're both big fans of those, of those cars and those trucks. And JJ's wife, Katie was having a birthday and this is a long, long, long time ago, over 25 years ago. And JJ decided I'm going to get my wife uh, an amazing Bronco. And so he said, Greg, you know, let's go, there's this place called Rocky roads in Santa Monica and they, they fix up Broncos and they have old Broncos. So we went together and we were walking this yard and it was, you know, a, a few that were too expensive and this and that. But then we saw this beautiful blue Bronco and it was sky blue and just I forgot. What the, I don't know what exactly the color is. I should know what that color is, but it's it's just gorgeous. It's like Dodger blue. I say it's Dodger blue and it's gorgeous. So anyway, he bought that, took it home. Katie loved it, drove it, drove it a couple of times. And, you know, just being a mom and it's not a practical car, it sat for a while then he wrote Alias, and on the show Alias, one of the characters, Bradley Cooper's character, Will Tippin, had to drive a really cool – he wanted he wanted him to drive a cool car, and so he basically uh, sold it to production because they weren't using it. So uh, Bradley's using it, and, you know, back then it wasn't as – it was cool, but it wasn't as cool, and we used it on Alias, and then I – when the show was going down, I went to the transport department. I said, Where's the Bronco? And they said, Oh, it's in the, the bottom of the Disney garage. It has no uh, four tires gone on it. So no tires, <laughs> sitting on blocks, no battery, no radiator, and and uh and just covered. You can't even tell. It just looked like a bunch of boxes because it was covered and it was so square. So I uncover it and I see just gold. I'm like, this is incredible. So I make an offer they turn down my offer, I make another offer. And we're talking pennies compared to what it's worth today. And uh, I had to do you know, some work to it. I'm not a mechanical guy, but I have a, an incredible mechanic.
4: But hold uh, on. You got it. You jumped over the like, but then I got it. Yeah. And then I got it. I, I they, <laughs> they accepted this offer
3: that I put in and I was like thrilled. Elizabeth, my wife, was less than thrilled. She's like, what are you? Yeah. I said, no, come on. This is my dream car. It needs a little work. Anyway, over the course of a few years, built it to what it is now. And it's been over 20 years. I've had it. Keep the garage kept. I really love this car. I've also been a huge fan of the OJ Bronco.
1: I mean, that is like a – that's like pop culture, you know. He ruined it. Iconic. Yeah. I mean – But OJ
4: well, ruined the Bronco. And, but Greg, before you get into it. so yeah. So I do want to talk about the OJ Bronco because it's incredibly important. In, the, In the, grand Bronco the Bronco history, yeah. Ju- <laughs> I'm looking at literally Google images of the '69 Bronco, and I'm seeing one that I think is almost spitting image of what you're describing. Like, there's literally a sky blue, Dodger blue, beautiful looking one, and that is so pretty. I'm looking at it, is I'm it going, beautiful? everything you're saying about it, I'm feeling, I'm feeling what you're feeling, yeah. And then why, why did it change so dramatically that by '96 it looked completely different and lost all of the like beauty? that it is I'm looking at right well, now. Well,
3: because I think practicality set in. I think people, the era of SUVs, like that wasn't called an SUV. That was an all-terrain vehicle. And then all of a sudden they thought, okay, this is going to be, you know, something that dads and moms and it's a station wagon of the future. SUVs took over and they realized they have to enclose this thing. Um, they still had the removable top. So they still kept that, that um, you know, that freestyle, that free-willing style. That,
1: that's like a it- whole separate thing. Is that in the '96 Bronco where you can where you have the soft top or you can have the hard top?
3: Well, no, there's that's a specialty item for the soft top on the '96. Okay, but the hard the hard top comes off. So oh. Chevy Chevy has a truck called the K5 Blazer, and that the the roof line. So he, you know if, if the the top goes all the way to the front of the car, and you take that thing off, and the entire thing, just like an in International or any of those other trucks, the entire thing is is convertible, which is. So cool. Oh, wow. But the Bronco stops at the um, – basically where the, the bar would like be. Like the roll you know, bar. The safety bar, the roll bar, okay. yeah. So right in back of the, of the driver and the, and the passenger. And then you take that off, and it's the coolest little short, stubby – kind of pickup truck, the way it looks without the top. But the back seats there, I mean, it was, I had a friend of mine, Jeff Schwartz, who had one in high school. and Was
4: so the 96 one or the 69 one? Well, the
3: 69 one is com- completely convertible. goes all the way to the front.
4: Gotcha. So you're saying the 96 one, you like the short stubby look. Yeah. I mean, I like them all. I like them all because they're so boxy.
3: But to answer Claire's question on the 80s, like they transit, and to yours, why did they transition? They just transitioned from something that was more military looking uh, to something that was, could appeal to families and you could, you know, and also construction people and everything. So
1: well, see. There's where my dad came in. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm.
3: absolutely. And the eighties version is, I love it. I love the grill. I, I love the way it looks. Okay. 78, 79. I love that we're getting so deep in yeah. a Bronco conversation. What is going
1: on? It's this a, is my favorite. It, it, podcast di- it's ever. a deep dive into Broncos today, and we're not afraid to admit oh. it. Go ahead. So, I'm <laughs>
4: looking at the 1980 Bronco now. Well, look, don't look at the 80. Look at the
3: 78 and 79.
4: But you're telling me about the grill. The grill is very monstrous in the 80s. You're yeah, right. Yeah, but it's, the 78, 79, it's even bigger. So, all right. 78 and 79
3: is the biggest footprint for the Bronco, it's the biggest that they made it.
4: It's very hummery looking. Yeah.
3: No? Yeah, it is. It it can be absolutely gorgeous. It's just barely going to fit into a parking spot at Whole Foods. I mean, you're not going to be able to get that. And
1: definitely not Trader Joe's. (laughs) No. 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 Which, that's some wizardry trying to get those as many (laughs) spots in their lots. Like, what are they doing at the permit office to get that?
3: The, The 60, by the way, the 69 through 76 or 77, which is what I own, that now there are companies that are making them all electric.
1: Oh, wow.
3: And a lot of companies. And they are absolutely incredible. And occasionally I'll see like Kiefer Sutherland came to my building and he, uh, I saw, I went in the parking lot and I was like, are you kidding me? Like the most beautiful Bronco I've ever seen. Those things are between $150,000 and $250,000. Wow. Yeah. That ain't happening in the Grunberg house. That's <laughs> just not happening.
1: Sorry. But, okay, wait. So I know, David, you have questions about the 80s version. Go with your questions because then I've got a question. I'm actually looking at your car, the the 69 version, and I have a question about that one, but I don't want to usurp David No, here. let's go
4: with the 69 one because the 69 one is what you currently – how many Broncos do you currently
3: – Yeah, I sent you pictures of three Broncos, I believe. That you own. Right? Yeah. I sent you a 69 – a 96, and then I plan on getting the 2021. Yeah, we're going to get the two,
1: 2021 together, remember? Yeah, I,
3: <laughs> yes, exactly. We're going to get a deal for you.
1: Yeah. I own,
3: I own the 69, and I own two 96s. Okay.
1: Um,
3: and only, I, I only own the two 96s because I must have done a, a good you know, something right as a parent because my two boys love and owned the, the Broncos. That's what they wanted when they uh, turned 16. They you were did like, good, you know, I really good love dadding
1: there on those yeah, kids yeah, you, yeah, you yeah. mentioned you and JJ being huge fans of Broncos I just want to know on a scale of 1 to 10 what is your Bronco fandom where does it <laughs> Oh,
3: am, I'm, I'm way up there. No, no, no. This is, this is, uh, this is, you know, whoa! Pegging. I'm <laughs> pegging, I'm redlining.
1: <laughs> you're redlining um, above the uh, 10. Okay, good. That's good to yeah, know.
3: I love it so much. And, and Elizabeth loves it. You know, ours, the 69, you have to understand the, the, the gear ratio on it, like it's made for rock crawling and it's made for off-roading. And it's, it, again, it's, it's not that smooth riding car like feel. So it's a truck. So when you, when you're driving on it, driving in it, you're, you, I don't, Love taking it on the freeway. I don't love taking it long distances. It's, it's a real Sunday Saturday, or I go to my, my kids' baseball games or something, and the, you know, locally I'll drive within five miles of my house with that thing. I love it. It can go anywhere, but I just you know I, I just feel safer in something that's a little bit more reliable and not as old.
2: Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with bike clear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, "What's your secret?" Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at bite.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. This episode is brought to you by Philo. Do you love TV? Do you love saving money? Then Philo is your solution. So, okay,
1: you've mentioned the boxiness several times and the fact that that, like, appeals to you, that framework, that sort of, like, style of automobile. But what specifically is it about the Bronco? Is it the Americana aspect? Is it the evolution? Because they have, like, even if you look at the 98 right now, it looks outdated, but that was, like, cutting edge, you know, in the late 90s. What is it about the Bronco that you love so much that redlines you?
3: Well, I'll tell you what it is. So so the, the light blue 96 that I sent you that I have, it's 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 basically the same as my as my 69 color-wise. It's right. like it, I just fell in love with it. I saw it, I was like, "Oh, Jake, I think this is the one for you." And my son was getting a car, and the great thing about these cars, these trucks, and this is what I love about them is the space. I get and I never thought I would get claustrophobic. I I had a, I had Porsche You know, I had uh, I have a BMW that I drive now that I can't wait to sell. I just want to sell it. I need, I want to have room around me. Basically, you know, I I don't want even the, the A pillar. I don't like the, the pillars. I don't like them coming in on me. I love having room. The Range Rover. Oh my gosh. Like, but that's not reliable. I can't fix that with a hammer, you know? So that boxiness I really, really love. And I've loved that style. And now, you know, driving it. When I was a kid, I loved the style and I love how cool it was. And also every time you see it, the doors are off, and these two girls are driving along PCH. I mean, it's like you see it in all the commercials. <laughs> Look, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna just pretend that the imagery that we've been raised with with Bronco, it's it's that car. I also have owned a, a Grand Wagoneer, uh-huh. a Jeep Grand Wagoneer with the wood on the sides. Love, love that car. Like, those. Why do you not Claire Kramer? You should be driving one of them.
1: I know. I mean, I'm sitting here contemplating my own life in cars as do we're drive? doing this podcast. Do you- right now I have, when my dad passed away, I inherited his Jeep. So I have okay. his Jeep before that at one point, don't laugh, but I had a Hummer. That was my car before the Jeep. Yeah. <laughs> Not I mean, the I, huge ones, the, like the smaller size ones. The H3. The, the H3. smaller size. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Because
3: and, you wanted to ex- you wanted to just uh, show everyone how big your penis is. Right, I get exactly. It. I get it. <laughs> I
1: was like, what's the most obtuse car I can get in Los Angeles at this? <laughs> the H3, done. Yeah. And I got it Although, in red. By the way. It was in Hummers, cherry red.
3: Do you know, Hummer's coming out with a pickup truck. The Hummer line, they're coming out with a brand-new pickup truck, and I think it's going to be electric, uh, to compete with the F-150 electric. And I think Bronco's coming out with electric, and I think they haven't told anybody yet. That's my –
1: Thing, but. but I'm just actually I am I'm contemplating my life in cars because now my plan is I'm this year to get a new car and save the Jeep for my daughter who's going to soon be driving. Smart. And so I I I have a, a plan for that, but we could talk about that later. Okay. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. I mean, look,
3: my wife. So Elizabeth has an SUV, big giant SUV you have a million kids we have a million kids yes. our kids are big so it's it's a practical thing but elizabeth just for the first time we're we're turning it in like tomorrow i'm turning Great. it i and i don't want to lease a car ever again i hate it i hate giving away all this money and then handing over the keys so it, yeah. we're going to buy something that i think will hold its value she's looking at f150s she's looking at a pickup truck because we it. don't need we don't need three rows anymore and we, te- we do some gardening. We do some things. We schlep couches for my sons. I just moved him into a new place. In <laughs> your college kids are the today. moving
1: age. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> They'd be so, moving all about. <laughs>
3: yeah. If you want your kids out of the house, get a get pickup a truck. <laughs> that will help. Yeah, open that.
1: <laughs> um, okay, wait. So let's go back to the 69 Bronco, your Bronco. What are these two latches on the hood front? Are those for like.
4: So rope? those.
1: You yeah, have to so, hang
4: your swimsuits, Claire, to, to right. so you can dry them after you go that's surfing. That's for me
1: to tie my children to. Right. So there's no referring
3: scenes. to? Yeah, what you're referring to is like in the '50s, '60s, '70s, all the the race cars and stuff. They had those little, you know, a, a metal thing that sticks up through, and then you put a pin through it, so you can actually put a lock, so no one can get into your hood. That's basically because you would have racing engine parts and stuff that people would want to steal, so you can lock it down and also quick access to lift it up. The Bronco is uh, fiberglass, so there's fiberglass on the sides. There's fiberglass hood. It's a very light vehicle, believe it or not. The '69, then they went to the heaviest metal ever with the '78, '79, and, and the and ab- above. I mean, that's that's basically what what that's for. It's not a styling thing. It's practical for okay racing, I guess not for me I don't use it for that but I think it's kind of cool
1: but it is there. cool and then what are the on the back wheel over the tire rims which I love which look like they're hammered on with nails what yeah. are those two they're not they're not both gas gauge like gassing tanks what are those they two they are there's, they two, are. Gas, yeah, there's two, two gas yeah two gas tanks in the Bronco yeah. genius yeah. I know.
4: What's that about?
3: Yeah, they did that. Um, Ford had that. I have I also have an F one fifty, uh 77 F one fifty, a red, beautiful F one fifty. That was in Did you see Starsborn? Did you guys see the movie?
1: Yes. Yeah. That okay, uh, was well, Bradley Cooper's car.
3: Yeah, that was right? Bradley's. So I'm here a little quick story on that. I don't know how we're mixing a little showbiz here. Is that <laughs> I am driving the sh- the car to set. And I pull up to my trailer, you know, occasionally Claire and I will be lucky enough to park right at our trailer. <laughs> Most of the time, I mean, for, at least for me now, it's like, uh, yeah, those days are gone. Park over in the lot over, I mean, you know, but this was Bradley's, my buddy's, well, like, right, pull right up to your trip. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. There's a shuttle that leaves in about 10 minutes. So right. anyway, <laughs> I, 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 I pull up, I pull up to my trailer and Gaga's got a Lamborghini right by her trailer, of course. And Bradley's got a G-Wagon that he drives that's just gorgeous. And I've got this old pickup truck. It was lunchtime. I came later in the day, crowded. People like, oh, my gosh, look at this truck. It's so beautiful. Bradley comes out of the trailer, and he's like, what the hell is this? And I said, what do you mean? He goes, I've never seen that before. I said, yeah, dude, I've had it for a while. You know, I haven't seen you in a little while. He's like, what? Loved it, fell in love with it, immediately calls Transpo over and says, "That's that's my character's car. I want this to be the truck that we use in the movie. So, you know, that's the way it happened.
4: So the main thing that I'm pulling away from this story is that whenever you sell this car one day, immediately on the listing is the car from A Star Is Born. Yeah. So you I mean, you literally just up the value of that car by at least I don't know five grand minimum. Yeah, no, I, I think Bradley
3: Cooper has increased the value of all my cars. It's it's his character's yeah. car from Alias. It's his character's car from from uh, A Star Is Born. No, I'm never selling these. These are these are. Look, I always try and steal stuff from every show I'm on. I, like I, I have my badge from Heroes. I have, you know, from Big Ass Spider, I still have. By the way, Claire, I have the jumpsuit.
1: Oh my and, gosh! And Keep my, it because we're making a sequel. <laughs> exactly. You steal cars as well, or well, you at least you don't steal them. You get very good deals on set cars. Yeah, I try
3: so. and hold on to them. I mean, I, I brought the the you know the red truck to that movie, but the other way around I just I always I love them and it's also nice to drive it and go yeah this was something that I'm you know part of a, a part of my professional life that I that's fondly so remember. cool
1: so we know you love the 69 and the 96 and the 2021 20, are there years of the Bronco you hate are there just m- that's big a great blues? question
3: <laughs> yes
1: where did Ford not get it right
3: I'll tell you right now it's called the Bronco 2 it's the Roman numeral 2 look it up right now you guys will <laughs> laugh your asses I'm off it it is, right now it is their answer to the gas guzzling when cars were getting smaller trucks were everybody was trying to do a smaller version of what they had that was successful oh what?
2: yeah,
1: yeah. So
4: 83 right? is when it came out Oof.
3: they're just not good they're not they're, they're, they're
1: like the short bus. they're short and stubby.'re yeah.
3: so let me ask you looking at that I mean really objectively, look at it. do you think that that because maybe I'm wrong, one day will be a classic
0: hmm. I
1: don't think there's enough differentiation in style to make it a classic versus the longer version. you know what the I mean? bigger
3: boxier yeah the bigger
1: boxier. I think that if it had if it were a convertible or did the well here's one where the top did the top come off or no
3: no yeah so yeah. if the
1: top would come off yes then it would have the potential to be a classic cuz it would right. have a feature but it's just it's like someone cut off the end of the bronco and yeah
3: and the back rear left and right windows they come up and they angle up which is actually yeah. cool for the day impossible to find if you break that window um but i i Love the boxiness. The again, that feels claustrophobic to me. I don't think that's going to be a classic. That's where I think uh, Ford got it wrong, and I think they got it wrong when they took when they discontinued the Bronco after '96.
4: Let's let's talk about that. Yeah. So OJ's running away. We're watching. You know, NBA Finals. Knicks are on. You're already sad as a Knicks fan because you know this isn't going to end well for you. Now this is happening. Yeah. Not that I'm speaking from personal experience. Yeah. But did you just see? Did you see it in that moment that we will never drive a Bronco for a long time or did it uh, not hit you at that
3: moment? Okay, so I have a I have an OJ story. Do you want to hear the OJ story? Oh, absolutely. Oh, <laughs> so good. It's so good. What what year was OJ?
1: I feel like it was 96.
4: That 95. chase yeah. was the finals of I think 97. I'm I'm pretty sure. So 97. No, no, 94. Okay. 90, oh, Lord. 94. Okay, hold so on. I'm now I'm looking at eight,
3: I'm 18 years old. Okay, I'm 18 years old and friend of a friend gets invited Oh, this is, no, before that. So this is like, I was younger. 94, June of 94. Okay, so, the so yeah. a few years before that, um, our family gets invited to O.J. Simpson's house for the 4th of July. I don't know him. We don't know him. Uh, we did grow up. I grew up in the same sort of area where he lived with his first wife. And in that house where he lived with his first wife, they their daughter drowned in the pool. Not many people realize that. He lost his daughter and she drowned. Now, that's very important to this story because it shows just how fucking weird these people are. That we know of, and I never knew him, but I knew he lived up there near where I grew up. And, okay, cut to years later, we get invited to this house and it's to this party. And this is a friend of a friend. But there's a lot of people there. And we arrive and I get there with my mom. And we had heard that there was a rumor, if you walk into the party, if you do not jump in the pool, you're going to get pushed in the pool. That's a rule. That's a party rule. Jump right in the pool because if you're not, they're going to throw you in the pool. And it's a weird thing to do when your daughter has drowned earlier in yeah. your life. So anyway, we, my mom and I are standing up this side of the pool, and we're looking around, and I'm like, I can't believe this is O.J. Simpson's house. This is crazy. I remember, way before anything happened, and we're standing there, and I'm standing basically at the edge of the pool about a foot from the pool. And on the other side of the pool, there's this beautiful Persian woman. She, she walks in. I remember – just absolutely gorgeous. My mom saying, oh, my God, look how beautiful she is. And she's wearing a white dress and carrying a purse. And Marcus Allen comes up behind her and tackles her into the pool. Because that's part of the rule. Now she's naked because she's wearing a white dress. She's in the pool. All of her belongings from her purse are floating <laughs> in the water. Oh my I mean, it's God. crazy. <laughs> and before I can even react, O.J. Simpson's head comes underneath between my legs and he picks me up. And and goes forward, but my head goes back and misses the side of the pool, cracking my head open almost. Almost cracked my head open. I missed the pool by so little that everybody thought I cracked my head, including oh. OJ. He tackled me, and I and I'm I'm no petite flower, and so even back then I'm a big kid, and. Uh, so he, he, OJ does this like fake thing. Like I, I'll never forget it. I mean, I, I was so young, but I remember it like, he's an, uh, like, he's a lifeguard. He's like, I got him. He's okay. He's okay. Hey man. And he takes me in, and he, and he felt so bad that he invited me and my dad into the house to watch football with Marcus Allen and, and Al Callings and, and OJ and all these other people. I I'll never forget it. Cut to the OJ chase. Now I know that's, that's a lot. I know. I love your faces because I know this, this story is pretty great. The OJ chase is happening and I'm at home and my dad calls me and all he says, are you watching what I'm watching? <laughs> and I said, yeah, dad. And he goes, there is no way this man did what they think he did. And I'm like, why do you say that dad? This man had me inside his home. We watched football together. And I'm like, what does that have to do anything? You watched football with him, and then he went out and killed his wife and an innocent person. What are you talking about? So that's my history with O.J.
1: OMG. That is crazy. So, then, so
3: then I'm watching this. Imagine I'm watching this, and I don't know these people, but I've but been around these yeah. people. Yeah. Never talked to them after that day. I was a kid. But sitting there watching and knowing Al Callings is driving this car. The cars go in about 30 miles an hour on the freeway. I mean, I, I, that was one of the most, I mean, it, it, was it a, is,
1: it is so iconic. I remember exactly where I was when people were like, are you turn the TV on? And this was before cell phones, by the yes. way, you know, this yeah. was like, you had to have word of mouth happening. <laughs> like,
3: yeah. I mean, or it was landlines. On the news, but remember it was on every channel and you're right. You called your friends and everybody knew he was going back to Rockingham. He was going back to the house that I was at for that party. So, when he was going up the 405 or he was on the Santa Monica freeway going to the 405, remember people came out. They were on the bridges. They were they were overlooking. They were waiting for him because they knew the route. They knew where he was yeah. going. Yeah. And Oh, yeah. And so uh, it's so iconic. So and then what, ended, did,
1: what did he do to the Bronco and the image of the Bronco and the brand in that chase?
3: I think they knew. There was probably a lot going on. He killed it. He killed it. But look. He killed it. Felicity cut her hair. Was it Felicity? Was it Carrie cutting her hair that made the ratings go down? No. There was also other stuff going on. So maybe there was other <laughs> stuff going on with the car. Maybe sales were dropping. But this was a reason for them to go, all right, let's 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 stop making this truck right now. I hear that they were actually selling a lot of them prior to this. So I really think that they were like, we we can't be associated with a, a guy who's killed his wife and you know killed two people. And I think that's what happened. And Uh, then I'm sorry
1: for my ignorance here, but is this 2021, the the first iteration of the Bronco since OJ?
3: It's not the first threat. They have threatened to bring this car back several times, but this is the first, this is the first time. Yes. This is the return of the Bronco and it is glorious. It is beautiful. Like they, you know, what's good is it's, it's like it's like redoing re- rewriting a script, rewriting a script, getting pushed back, pushed back, pushed back on your, your schedule. The script is only going to get better the more you address it, you know? And the car, this Bronco has only gotten better and better and better with every time that they've said, nah, let's pull back, let's pull back. I mean, this is a Jeep killer.
1: And this is locked in. 2021 is, it's done. It's out. Oh, I,
3: I've already ordered mine. I put $100 <laughs> <They're> out. <there. laughs>
4: they, they sold all their pre orders,
3: apparently. Yeah, they uh, sold all their pre orders. And we can get out of them. You know, yeah. I, I, I pre ordered uh, the, the Rivian, which is the electric pickup truck. And then I pulled my $100 back. I was like, whatever. But at least I have, they say that they're not going to go over sticker because that's what happens when a car is this in demand. It's like, okay, the car is $42,000 and it's $5,000 over sticker to get it. If you have a reservation, apparently, we'll see.
0: Delve into the shadows of the mind. CarMax, the way car buying should be.
1: Okay, so I got to ask you this. Do you drive a Bronco differently than you drive other cars? Is there, is there a sense of something happening <laughs> yeah, in, yeah. The Gre- I in tell Greg you, land?
3: Yes. I mean, when I drive these Broncos, I get, I get this. I get this from <laughs> a lot of people. Hey, how you doing? And it's not because they know me from Heroes or whatever. It's because they love the Bronco. People honk their horn. I get offered all the time i'm i'm getting gas which is something you get you spend a lot of time doing
4: in a bronco but i <laughs> <You> mean be- <laughs> the 69 one and the 96 oh, or just yes. the 69 no
3: one? both and the 96 the 90 the 69 uh, people really rarely do now because they know they can't they can't afford
4: it i mean first all, it's so pretty i don't mind I, I can see that people are waving you at that one but the 96 one it's don't get me wrong it's a very pretty car i'm looking at it now your yeah. car but like are people really making offers on that one yes
3: but way wow. low-ball, low-ball. They'll, they'll say, oh, okay. hey, okay. Uh, my son, who drives my the other one that I have uh, that you can't see right now. But um, uh, Sam, he drives that. And he's a baseball player. He throws the stuff in the back of the truck, you know, in the back of his pickup. Loves it. It's raised up. It's got big tires. And uh, he just had somebody pull up and say, hey, I'll give you $5,000 for your Bronco. <laughs> and he was like, uh,
0: no uh, chance.
3: <laughs>
4: but at least. Not bad, though, for a car from 96. Quick yeah. Point,
3: you no, know. no. These things are worth. So you can get. A really deep, like if you said, like, I got to say, Claire, I mean, David, you guys drive in Broncos. It's a, it's such a solid car. So great. If you wanted to buy one, you, you have it, unless you want to do all the work yourself, I, I, I could find you and I, I, I stay up at night, watch, looking through offer up and, and I just do, I, I look up, you know, on Craigslist.
1: That's what um, I texted you the other day. Remember? Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly.
3: You're looking at like 10 to 12. If you instantly just want a beautiful one, $15,000, and you've got a, an absolutely gorgeous truck.
4: That's not crazy. No,
3: it's not. And it's going to go up, David. It's not like it's going down. So you you spend 10 dollars on, a, on a, a Bronco. You put another $1,000 into it. You always have to think, okay, whatever. This Little is things. wrong. This is wrong. Yeah. Little things. And it, everything's available. Everything. I put a brand-new bumper. You should see. I'll send you the before and after on the light blue one. You will not believe it.
4: Yes, I'd love to see that. No, I'm not
3: kidding. You will not believe my wife was ready to just go, I'm leaving you. What are you thinking?
1: Okay, yes. How does Elizabeth weigh in on the Broncos? Like, where's her love? Is she at a three, four, five? Have you gotten she her is, up to a seven eight?
3: Yes, that's exactly right. That's exactly <laughs> right. She is she loves the openness of it. And like I said, she she's thinking about getting an F-150 now. Her friend Karen just, just got one and she came over. I don't know if you guys have sat in a new F-150. I, I also have. I have such a problem with new cars. <laughs> I have such a problem with that payment. I, I can't. The cars are so expensive. It's getting you from here to there. If, if I want to drive from here to Vegas, I can go to an Enterprise Rent-A-Car and rent a car, not put miles on my car. It's like leases and and new cars, they're so expensive. So unless I'm going to buy something, it's the first time I've ever in the last 15 years wanted to buy a new car is the new Bronco that's coming out.
4: So then here's the question. This is your first opportunity to buy and order custom your own Bronco. So what were the specifics that you put into this Bronco that you now, find for the first time, get this opportunity?
3: So, okay, the Bronco is in uh, two-door and four-door. I just am all about practicality. Uh My red F-150, I wish it was a four-door F-150, but that would also make it super long and a the four door means that I can have my boys, and if they're driving it, they can have their friends, and Elizabeth and I can go out. It the the four door also looks just so; it still looks cool. It does not. It's look like too a throwback
1: big. to the '66 a little bit, right? Or the '69.
3: '69. It looks yeah. exactly. Like, and the, remember those things that you're on my hood, the side things. Now they've got uh-huh. grips, so that if you put a kayak or a surfboard on top, you can tie it down. There, those are tie downs, but they're gorgeous. There's so many things. It's like a Tonka toy. You can, there's so many different things that you can add, so many accessories, so many aftermarket products and they're, and they're selling in the mall. But David, to answer your question, they, 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 they came out with like the Badlands version and the, and the black diamond version. And you know, each one of those is, is truly unique in that like one of them is for the ultra off-roader, not me. The other one is for this. Now I, the base model is just not raised up enough, so I, I ordered the second from the bottom. It's it's got a little bigger tires and it's four door. Am I ever going to take all four doors off of it? I don't know, but the doors store in the back of it. You know, they come with these these pocket these like sleeves pockets. So you take the door off, you slip it in this protected that is thing.
1: So cool.
3: What's the color? I don't know yet. That's that's the thing that uh, my boys. Oh, like, yeah, the whole family. We're all. What do you think? What do you guys? Are you
1: you got to go with blue. You got two other blue. I mean, you kind of got to go with a blue, like blue and gray, like maybe Can you a dark though, blue.
3: Claire, if I got close to that blue, you know what I love is the new putty colors.
1: I like, like that too. Yeah. Me too. Oh, yeah. they're
4: gorgeous. What do you got? Hold on. You're both excited about putty colors. I've never heard of this in my life. No, Explain to me
3: what a putty color. Is. So think, you've seen it. Toyota 4Runners. You've seen these pickup trucks and they're the new ones. They're like a putty gray or a uh, a putty beige. They're okay, so up. beautiful, really, really beautiful. There's also a Honda Civic that's just amazing looking, and it's that same sort of putty color, like clay yeah. color.
1: I, yeah. I, I think it's really interesting that the Bronco has taken you out of used car purchasing and back into new car purchasing. So yeah. I'm wondering what that moment is going to be like for you. Is it going to be delivered? Are you planning a road trip to take this 2021 on? Like, what is the debut of <laughs> the, the Grunberg- 2021 Bronco.
3: I haven't even fantasized about it. I mean, I think the ultimate thing would be to get it and load up the family, go up to Carpinteria and get a burger and sit on the beach with my Bronco. I mean, I, I just, I, I just want to enjoy it with my family. It's just one of those things, you know, it's like, I mean, Claire, every single thing that you do right now involves your kids. It's, it's forever. That's it. David, do you have kids? I don't. I have two cats. Well, there you go. So everything in your life is, 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 is you climbing
4: on some, carpeted piece of something. Mm-hmm. To scratch. <laughs> like climbing trees all the time. <laughs> I'm eating a lot of lizards, small lizards. There you go. Is that okay?
3: That's okay. Is that all right? Yeah. The thing that I love and that I don't feel bad about with the Bronco, the new Bronco, is I really do believe that it's, uh, it's going to stand the test of time. It just looks classic. I, I think I could pass that down from generation to generation. I said the same about the Challenger, Dodge Challenger. When that came out, I bought – One of those, they numbered the first 6,000 of them. They numbered them. Jay Leno got number one. I didn't claim or go inside to get anything. Mine was number 5,748, but it had a number on the dashboard. And I was like, this, I'm never selling this. This is going to be passed down. And I sold it. I sold it uh, three years later. I was like, I can't, I need practical. I need to be able to Mm. park at the supermarket and not worry about it. You know, I'm not that delicate guy. I'm, I'm more of a, you know, get use out of everything I own guy.
1: It sounds to me like the car reflects, I mean, to use a term often used with animals, you've anthropomorphized the Broncos. Yes. You know, I mean, they're, they're a reflection of you and they've taken on Grunberg characteristics and they're a reflection of your family, you yeah. know? And so it's more, it is sort of like a family heirloom, uh, you know, use, use the word heirloom for lack of a better term, but it's very meaningful for you, your kids and, and your wife has been broncoed in.
3: <laughs> yes. I mean, I, I, I look, i watch car shows i love them so much i i can't get enough of them i learn from them i love watching you know in other situations be thrown away a car would go to the junkyard or whatever taken and, and brought back to life you know some people spend a lot of money and they call them resto mods where they're gonna they're gonna restore it but they're gonna modify it and they're gonna put a corvette engine into a ford or whatever i am all about just practicality everything that i own that i drive first of all they're they're cheap. They're not hard to to buy. I I want to have a car show. I desperately want to have a car show. I have a I couple. I want of you to even. have
1: a car show so badly.
3: <laughs> oh my god! Let's
1: organize it. There's you, empty parking you. lots everywhere I, right now, Greg.
3: <laughs> I know exactly. No, I have a, I have I have two car shows. One I did a trailer for, it, and I'll send it to you. And it's just it's my fantasy. It's just the greatest thing ever, and it would be everyone else's fantasy as well. And then the other <laughs> is is one that I'm calling uh, follow that car because. Like you said, there's, there's a lineage, there's a history, there's a, a passion. It a, becomes a family member to a lot of these people. And you, you fondly have memories of where you got the car. And whenever somebody sells a car, they always wish they hadn't, mm-hmm. you know, most times, if it's, a, if it's something that means something to them. And so to be able to have a, a show where we are detectives and we will follow, first of all, somebody buys a car and we want to go, okay, I'm going to give you the history of this car. Here here are the people that have owned it. And we go back, we interview those people and why they bought it and what happened. And, oh, you got married in it. And, oh, this homecoming car, we paraded it around or, you know, and whatever. That to me – there's an emotion attached, emotional attachment to to cars for me, and I think for a lot of people. And I, I, I really would love to capture that. I think it'd be a lot of fun.
1: That is amazing. I like that kind of car show, but I also want you to have a car show where you just park your cars in a parking lot. and We all walk around and admire them, <laughs> <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> which is what I originally thought you were saying. No, I'm like, yes, do you, let's do oh, it. <laughs> oh, car
3: show, yes.
1: yes. <laughs>
3: do you ever go to Cars and Coffee? So Cars and Coffee is something that's all over the country, and I, there's one out here in Woodland Hills, and I and I go. It's pretty great. I mean, I, I gotta say, you see all types of. Last time I was there, I saw Caitlyn Jenner. Oh wow! And, and, and she's walking around, and I'm like, hey! But she's she owns like Ferraris. I mean, I, I, you can imagine. And we're all just admiring. Even the kid that pulls up in the beat up, ratty old station wagon, but it's 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 a station wagon, and we all love that car. We're standing there watching, and there's all there's three or four people from all different walks of life and we all have a fondness and an ad- admiration for that car. It's it it's a great equalizer. I love it.
1: I love it. You I mean you just took the words right, my, right out of my mouth. It is. The cars are the great equalizer. They're a necessity, but they are a reflection of your personality and in some ways your spirituality and your values. And you know, that is that is <laughs> yeah. what this episode has kind of taught me about about yeah. Broncos and cars, you know? Now, what
4: you eat is what you are. What you drive is
3: who you are. Kind of, yeah. but, but don't judge a person by their car. I say judge the person by their car. <laughs> like, here's the thing, Claire, I could absolutely see you driving a Porsche. No problem. People drive Porsches. If they can afford them, they drive them, and then no problem. But I see you in a Ferrari. I don't even want to talk to you. You're <laughs> you're You're just the worst. You're the worst. I see you in a Lamborghini. No, thank you. Ew. I see you in a Hummer. Thank God you got rid of that thing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, there are certain cars that just reek of, and, and we shouldn't generalize and we shouldn't, we shouldn't say, okay, yeah, that person is blankety blank, whatever. I, I can't help but get over those things. When I see somebody who like me, I, I also love originality. If I see somebody that has taken a car and it's, and it looks like my nineties, I'm like, oh, that looks like it just came off the showroom floor.
4: Absolutely, I'm, I'm a
3: fan. I'm a huge fan.
4: So my final question, but is also going back. Do you remember the first time you were in a Bronco? And did that affect all of it? Or did you just see one one day and were like, I got to have that? No, it's a great like question. And I
3: kind, of, I kind of talked about it a little bit. But my friend Jeff Schwartz in high school, he had a, a white, I think it was like a 94 maybe Bronco. And he always had the top off. And that back seat is open. And it's, and it's, it just, it kind of harkens back to like those old cars where it looks like the trunk and then the seat, and it's a seat that folds up and it's like a parade. Like you're sitting back there, like, what are you doing? This, it was open. It's such a, I just remember like Jeff, like during lunch in high school, like jumping in there and, and we'd go and it's so big, but it's not, it wasn't loud or obnoxious. It was just, just cool. There's something about it. You know, just the, the freeness of getting in a car and just going, especially right now, by the way, like my wife and I, like I will just get in the car. I, we have to get out of the house. We got to get out. Cars have saved me and from certain situations when when Jake, when, when our first uh, when he was a baby and he wouldn't go to sleep. We would get in the car and pretend that we were going house shopping. We had no money for a house. And we were like, let's just drive around and look at houses. And he would go to sleep in the back seat. I mean, how many times have you done that, Claire? It's like I, they I, love the I motion of the car. I cannot count
1: the amount of times that I have done that with all my. I mean, there was, a, there was a point in time where I was strapping all four into car seats at the same time and driving around because I couldn't get anyone to nap on the same schedule. So yeah. I'd rather go on an eight-hour drive. <laughs> exactly. Than-
4: <laughs> I love driving. I, I love, love driving.
3: It. David. Are you a are you a car
4: guy? I am. I am really excited that you really love cars.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but what a I, politically correct? Answer I am. Is. A, I am hundred percent serious, though, Greg. Like, first of all, I I'm going to talk to you after this podcast because I have a great idea for a car show that yeah. we should do, and yeah. you have totally invigorated me to. Look at my Jeep in a new way, and like keep it really cleaned up and nice for my daughter because it was my dad's car, and also to find a car that like now practically works for our family a little better. So thank you, and I'm gonna be calling you, I'm calling on you for help with that. (laughs)
3: Well, when you guys hear the idea, I mean, it's like who cares? I could just say it. The idea, and we did a trailer for it. When I send you the trailer, I mean, you're gonna you're gonna go crazy. It's it's called Screen Machines, and I uh, am such a fan of cars that have become characters in TV and film and there's so many if if you go to the i internet movie car database i m c d b c d b you won't <laughs> believe it it's as big as the internet movie database every car that's ever been on screen ever they tell you what car it is they tell you what or if you're like what's the car from you know the movie uh whatever you know christine like what's the christine car and you can look it up it'll tell you exactly what it is but anyway i'm i'm a huge fan of of, of like the, the, you know the, the the VW bus from Little Miss Sunshine, or the Jeep from Mash, or practice the cars that are affordable, right? So we start every episode by finding that Comic Con person, right? They're finding. I mean, you're the perfect person to host the show with me, by the way, but, but because you have such and everybody loves you in the Comic Con world, Claire. But it's like imagine we find that nutjob who just absolutely loves Little Miss Sunshine, or loves Mash, or loves. Any of these shows, you know, the Brady Bunch or the Partridge Family, whatever, and we go to their house and we say, "We're going to make your dream come true." And we find a bus and we paint it like the like the Partridge Family bus. Then we redo one of the scenes, a famous scene from the from the show. I love it. And then we and then we hand them the keys and say, "Congratulations! Here's the ultimate fan." you know, uh, uh
1: fanatic. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I love it. You know what, Greg, every time I'm with you, we come up with like eight new concepts for shows, movies, like we end up producing something together. It's awesome. You are the most amazing guest. I cannot thank you enough for coming on this episode of Fanatics, where we talked about the 69, 98 and six, 2021, six. 96 and 2021 yeah. Broncos. You're yeah. amazing. Thank oh, you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Greg. Thank you for Grubberg. letting me get this out. I, I I, I've been I've been pent up. It's, ca- it's cathartic, isn't it? It's ca- it's it almost is. like a religious experience talking about what you love. And oh, I love you it. know what? That's what the show's about. So thank you so much for sharing your love of Broncos.
3: Thank you, guys. Thanks, Greg.
4: Okay, now I just want to know what the next car that we're all going to be talking about that someone got a getaway in. What's that car going to be? It's going to be the next... It?
1: it's going to be the next Bronco in like another Uh, decade.
4: Of course it is.
1: (laughs) I was Googling Broncos last night. Actually, I was looking up because I'm in the market for a new car. I really am. But I I can't believe I didn't tell this story during the episode. I did talk about my dad always having Broncos because he worked in the field and riding on the hump and all that stuff. But here's a very funny story, or at least in my memory, it was funny, probably not to my parents. So I was probably 12 or 13 and my friend was over and I somehow convinced my dad to give me the keys to his Bronco, and he used to park. We had a big sloping driveway that came down like this, and at the end of the driveway, there was a freestanding garage, but he didn't ever actually pull in the garage. He parked in front of the garage. So anyway, just to set up the scene, he gave me the keys. I got in the driver's seat. My friend got in the passenger seat and I was like, Dad, yelling up to the house, can I pull the car out? And he's like, Sure. And all I had (laughs) ever seen my dad do was turn the car on and then pull the shift thing down. Now, I didn't know there was a reverse drive neutral. I was 12, you know? I'd only driven, you know, a lawnmower or a tractor. So I, I turned the car like on. Like we all
4: do at 12.
1: Right, I exactly. I turned the car on, I pulled the shift thing down, just all the way down, and I pressed the gas, and I drove right through the garage door. <laughs> <laughs> And you have not seen – I mean, my dad flew down the steps because my house was like several – There, he had to come down like a level to get to the garage since it like was on a slope. So he flew down the steps, got in the car. My mom comes out of the house screaming and my dad's like, scoot over. And we just – he – hops in the driver's seat he backs out of like the garage out of the wreckage the wood wreckage and he just drives away and I remember we we stayed away for like four hours till my mom cooled off
4: I think my favorite part of that story is just his in his anger he still said scoot
1: yeah he's like get out of here scoot over get on the hump scoot
4: over (laughs)
1: So that is my, I mean, I just love Ford Broncos. I'm with Greg. And you know what? He has also been texting me pictures
4: of cars since that episode. So, And speaking of cars, please tweet us at WeAreFanatics of the car that you love, the car that you adore, the car that you are probably sitting in right now listening to this very podcast. This is David Magadoff. That is Claire Kramer. The Bronco is sitting in the showroom as we speak. Go check it out. We'll talk to you next week on Fanatics Podcast. See you guys next Thursday. Hey, guys, thanks so much for listening to this episode. I cannot wait for you to listen to the next one. So I'm just going to tell you all about it right now. It's with Katie Sackhoff. Yes, you know her from Battlestar Galactica, Longmire. And, of course, on Netflix right now, Another Life. And we're going to have another podcast episode with her. Yes, she's going to talk about her dogs. She's fanatical about them. And we start to become fanatical about them, too, even if I'm a cat person. What? Check it out next week, Thursday. Thank you.
1: Thank you for listening to Fanatics, a Roddenberry podcast.
4: Four doors a hood life is good when you're greg grunberg
1: are you tired of dating assholes do you want a prince charming if so we're filming a reality show sign up here
4: 12 american women are flown over to the uk for a bachelor style reality dating show
1: there are so many questions about a show like this because it's so odd
4: These women have been told that they were going to be dating the world's most eligible bachelor, Prince Harry.
2: What? Y'all playing with me, right?
4: You can binge The Bachelor of Buckingham Palace exclusively on Wondery+. Join Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts or the Wondery app.